Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Well, it was a wild night in Tuscaloosa last night. I was over there with Little T, only college basketball game I've been to all year. I picked a pretty good one to go to, right? Uh, you did. And look, I'll tell you this. If the game is on Wednesday night and it is going to overlap it all with trivia, it's going to be an incredible game or it's going to overtime. Yeah. What time did y'all? Well, let's see. That game ended. Uh, y'all started trivia about 830, didn't you? Yep. Started about 830. Well, look, I mean, Clayton gets shot there at the end. If that thing goes in, we're going to double overtime. <laughs> I know. And it's no telling how long we're there. Um that's a heck of a game, though, man. Yeah, look, I, I know we're going to take a deep dive into this game, especially this first segment, but I'm looking at a steel shot of Nate Oates. Uh, people love my Mucinex jacket. I say that facetiously. Uh-huh. He had a little bit of the lime going on. I didn't know what color his oh, jacket was. very Dwight Schrute. So you see lime in that? Oh, I see like a golden lime it's maze. Mustard. It's mustard. Yeah. Now, he said it was mustard after the game. Somebody asked him. He's uh, in the Hall of Fame, right? It does. It does without the uh, without the plaid. It would be the NFL Hall of Fame jacket. I do not like that color. I think Dwight Schrute. I think they put him in mustard because it was such a bad look, and it showed you. I think Nate's got pretty good style, typically. So a buddy of mine, like early in the game, that knew I was there, texted me and said, "Is that a yellow jacket from uh, from Nate Oates?" And I said, "You know, in person, I would call it mustard." Yeah, I think if it didn't have it a plaid pattern on it, I think it would be easily called mustard. Yeah, I think the blue makes it pop a little bit more to bring out a different kind of yellow, if that makes any okay. sense at all. Uh-huh. But outside of the wardrobe. Well, I was going to say. There's got to be some responsibility on Nate Oates. The shot selection in overtime was awful. All right. So before we get away from the jacket, though, he was asked about it at the uh, end of his press conference. One of the reporters said, so a mustard jacket tonight, huh? And he laughed. He goes, my daughter hates it. Okay. So his daughter hates it. So his yeah. daughter is on the record as hating one well, of his I would daughters. T- I love the fact that Nate will wear something, although people hate it. Uh, yeah, you do that with the Mucinex jacket. Yeah, you look, I mean, I, 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 I own my style, whether you like it or not. It's it's what I like. Teach yeah. their own, right? Yep. Um, but Nate kind of rocked that last night. Biggest problem I had with Nate last night. Shot selection. Well, I thought the shot selection. I don't know how you felt. They open up 7-0 in overtime, and they are just chunking with 15, 20 seconds on the shot clock. And you got to play possessions when you've got a five-minute period where you're lucky enough to survive and extend this game. And from a personal standpoint, you know, having Florida plus the eight and a half to ten, it went off at wherever I you noticed that. Yeah, whenever you put that number in, we had it at Lance'sLog.com last night. So I was nervous. This game was really getting away from Florida, and Alabama was absolutely trying to bury them. But there is something when you get a two-possession lead. You've got to play some clock. Yeah, you, I think normally you do. I don't disagree with that. Being in the building, and I don't know how this came across on television, um, but being in the building, Florida felt cooked at that moment, and I felt like they were trying to 
they felt like they had Florida, you know, against the against the ropes, and they were trying to end them. And that might not have been the best strategy. I'm just telling you that was the feeling I got. Florida well, looked cooked. I, I will tell you this: if Clayton makes that three. This game goes to double overtime, and Florida finds a way to win. Nate Oates is getting destroyed. And I'm not talking about just from a national perspective. I'm talking about our Alabama fans are going to be like, what in the hell has happened? That could be the moment that Alabama nosedives. A team that, what, now is 27-1 and over the last two years in Coleman? Yeah. You know, to be able to come back down 10. And I told Rocky, I yelled at him. He was getting things ready on stage. I said, this game's going to overtime. Just could, could feel it. Yeah, five minutes left, and I was like, yeah. I, I just all I do is sigh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Here it goes. But for them to be able to take that game to overtime and then jump out, I just thought they should have played the possessions better. It ultimately works out. Alabama gets a five-point win, a uh, big win. I see Florida's on the bubble now. I don't understand that. On the bubble? They're yeah. in the top 30 in the net. Uh, now they're I, on the I, bubble. I, I, That's a I, good I, team. Yeah, I mean, if you start to look at some of this, some, some people have Florida on the bubble, which makes no sense. I yeah. agree. Inside, outside playing their best basketball right now, right now, almost stole one last night. And from where Florida was in December to where they are right now, it's a completely different team. Todd Golden's done a really good job with it. That is one of those they will look back, though, when it comes to seeding, because I'm with you, they ultimately get in, I believe. But when it comes to seeding, they'll be like, damn, that's the one we should have had. Uh, he is Lance Taylor. I'm Ryan Brown. Dunaway uh, still out. He's uh, on the tail end of COVID, but just out of uh... – I guess out of an abundance of caution, he's gonna he's gonna sit it out the rest of the week so we don't start passing COVID around here. Uh, you can get the Dunaway gear that Scott is showing you. Next round dot store. Next round dot store. That's the Jimmy Landmine line hat and shirt. Hey, I did get a text uh, next round dot store. Let me tell you this, and I'll tell you the timestamp on it too. So the last text I got, I took Florida plus ten at my bookie and laughed. This was at seven forty seven. 747, Florida plus 10, and laughed. And that's when Florida was probably, at that time, up 4-5, or five, right? Yeah, maybe even more. Maybe 8-10. to 10. Well, Yeah, well, it, well it, at the 840 mark, Florida was up 10. So I don't know where that would have fallen on the actual, you know, our actual clock. Yeah, I think I said on the air, I thought they'd lose. Bad matchup, big inside, great guards. I took the plus 10 at my bookie, and I laughed. He said. And after I read that, I was like, Holy hell, here we go. Here goes the landmine. He said uh, he said he thinks Alabama lost twice to Florida, and he was darn near right about the first one. And now they got to go back to Gainesville. It's going to be a tough spot for them. I think it's a good Florida team. I'm surprised people have them on the bubble. Yeah. That looked like a tournament team. No, I heard somebody talking about them this morning. It was uh, one of these national um, bracketology guys. Yeah. He said he was surprised, too, but... You know, he saw somewhere on ESPN, maybe it's Lenardi, I don't know. I'll try to find Lenardi. They had Florida just getting in the field. I mean, they walked Auburn off the court. Yeah, I know. In he, he pointed that out, too. They, I mean, they, they go to Tuscaloosa and do everything but beat Alabama. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, this Florida team is good. The SEC is obviously really good. I think Florida should be squarely in right now. But again, if you're Todd Golden, that is one of those signature wins on the road, which are so difficult to get this year that you feel like you just let it slip through your fingers. Uh, here is Nate Oates in hey, By the way, did anybody jacket. ask him about the uh, possessions in, in overtime? Uh, don't, rem- don't think they did. I think that's a... Uh, Fan-friendly media. That is something that's got you extremely fired up today that I don't know that I, a whole I, lot of I, people noticed. I, I can't believe people didn't notice that. Well, I think a lot of times you're watching it through a lens of point spread and other people are watching it through a lens of scoreboard. No, I would be watching it through a lens of how are we going to shorten this game and get out of here now that yeah. we've got a seven-point lead. Yeah, no, nobody asked him about that. 
Uh, in fact, you're really the first person I've heard bring it up. This is throwing the football when the other team has timeouts. <laughs> Here is Nate Or Oates. doesn't have timeouts. Doesn't have timeouts. Time yeah, yeah, giving them timeouts. Here is Nate Oates. Nate Oates in the mustard jacket in the postgame after Alabama's win. We're figuring out ways to win. If you're going to win a league championship, which we're obviously in the hunt for now with five games left, these are the games that you got to figure out ways to win even when you don't play well. I mean, we were two for 18 from three at the half, and we were within striking distance. And I, I told them at half, guys, like we've been through this formula before. When we're not making threes, you can still win the game. So what you got to do is go kill them on the old glass. We ended up with 21 old boards. You got to get yourself to the free throw line. We outscored them at the free throw line. You got to take care of the ball and turn them over. But for us to outscore them 56-40 in the paint, like our guys have the wherewithal, you know, we obviously like to make a lot of threes around here. We've, I think we made 18 back-to-back games going into this. It wasn't dropping. We figured out a way to score 56 points in the paint. So I give our guys a lot of credit. They figured out a way to win a game. Uh, Rick says, I'm with LT. I was screaming, run the clock. Um, well, I mean, Andrew he, says, I noticed they built a lead and overtime ultimately won, not by shooting threes and missing one of their starters. Um, I mean, right sell out. We've talked about what yeah. a factor he has become. So, look, that was a big omission uh, from this lineup last night. Yeah, Rusty says they don't shy away from shooting it. They pay no attention to the clock. And that is the thing. Their offense is not it, – it has nothing to do with the shot clock. The shot clock may as well not even be functioning for Alabama's offense. I get that in regular situations, but this is almost uh, – you tell me the fastest offense right now in college football. Let's just go with Josh Heupel two years ago. Okay, and they are. Let's 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 get it. Uh, let's go as fast as we can. It's all about tempo. But if you're inside of two minutes and you've got a lead, you've got to be able to take the air out of the football. You, you've got to be able to do that, and it is what complicates an offense like Josh Heupel's. There are offenses, say for instance, Georgia. Georgia is far more conditioned to do that. Right? That's more their offense. But when you're running an offense like a Lane Kiffin does or like a Josh Heupel does, it gets tricky. Yeah, but because you it is completely the opposite of what you do every single game you play. But in game situations, you work on this. Okay, you do. We're you up, do but we're, I'm just saying we're it, up seven with two minutes to go. It. We've got basically four guards on the court. We've got the ability to handle this basketball and take a full 30 seconds off the clock, and they weren't yep. doing it. Yep. Look but, again, they they escaped. They did, but I'm just saying. You get yourself in an uncomfortable situation doing things you never do. You've still got to score points in overtime. You can't just, I mean, seven, they jumped out 7-0. Did you think seven points was going to be enough to win that overtime? Uh, They've they've still got to score points. Well, I thought with two and a half minutes left when Florida, before Florida scored their first points, yeah. I thought a 7-0 lead, I mean, they're going to have to foul at some point. Alabama's really good at shooting free throws now. But they did win the game. No, I, again, I said this would be so different. Well, I know. Do you know how many threes they missed in the final two and well, a half? They were minutes? eight of thirty-two from beyond yeah. the arc. The fact that they could score in the nineties and be eight of thirty-two is incredible. Again, why you're shooting these threes though? One, that's their two, offense. Three, but you've got to be able to change in situations. If what what are they football, supposed to do? You would be talking totally different about the, at least take the clock down. If you want to take that three with no time on the shot clock, I get it. Well, then but you get a bad t- three. But when you're taking it with, t- but still you're still taking the clock down well florida doesn't have an opportunity to win the game and you don't score points i mean that's my point is in that offense when you get an open shot you take it i mean what what else are they supposed to do they're just supposed to completely change their offense start taking a bunch of mid-range jumpers 
you could change your offenses in football. Uh, well, this is basketball, though. This yeah, is, but this you've got to be able to run clock. I know, yeah. but in football, it's their offense. I'm just offense, saying, but... if they run clock, they're probably going to go crap shot. Okay. So they're not going to get points. In retrospect, if this would have bitten them in the ass. Yeah. But, it, but it didn't. Okay. It didn't. I know. That's why I'm surprised. But it was stupid why... clock management. I know. That's why I'm just surprised it's your focus of the game from last night. I mean, I think it's an important part. I, I mean, I, I guess people were watching overtime. I mean, I, you know, obviously I didn't want Alabama to cover. They didn't. So it's not like I'm bitter about that. I just can't believe they were taking the shots they were taking and not yeah. taking any clock off. Hey, Woodhouse Day Spa is a great place to go to, uh, to get a little relaxation. Uh, our our uh, colleague Little T went up there Uh-oh. on Tuesday, said she never wanted to leave. It seems like Little T gets up there once. She really um, does. Yeah. yeah. Which, I, hey, look, if you're looking for a way to zone out and get away from the everyday grind, the Woodhouse Day Spa is a great place to do that. Maybe you ought to take care of the wife. She's chasing the kids all day. Um, get her one of these gift cards. You can do it online 24-7, Birmingham.WoodhouseSpas.com. Woodhouse Day Spa located at the Summit Shopping Center is right up of Highway 280. Choose from a menu of over 70 options, including massages, body treatment, skin care, waxing, nail services. Woodhouse Day Spa voted America's best day spa since 2009. Again, order the gift card online, Birmingham.WoodhouseSpas.com, or stop in see Stewart and that great staff conveniently located at the Summit Shopping Center. So, uh, in terms of winning the SEC, which I don't know what kind of value you put on that, uh, from talking to people around Alabama, I know what kind of value they put on it, and it is a lot. Um, in terms of winning the SEC, I said going into that game last night, felt like a must. And as I was watching that game, and Florida continued to answer everything Alabama did, I started thinking, this SEC is going to get really, 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 really interesting. Um, I think Alabama... Ha- I'm not... I mean, it's it's easy to say now because they won the game. I think they probably had to win that game to win the SEC. Uh, I know you said this yesterday. Yep, I, I, know, I said I, it before the game. Again, I think it still comes down to March 2nd when you host Tennessee. Now, the Florida game, at least on paper, this is how difficult their schedule is going down the stretch. I mean, Florida at home or at Ole Miss? And that game got away from Ole Miss last night. Well, what do you mean? The more likely no, win? No, I'm just saying what, what is the more difficult game in your opinion? Uh, Florida at home. Okay, well, it's going to look for like Alabama? that now that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. they were down 10 in overtime. Well, I just think Florida is a worse matchup for Alabama. Ole Miss's defense isn't great, and even playing at Ole Miss, I think Alabama, especially with Reitzel back in the lineup, which he should be by then, I think Alabama is a great matchup at Ole Miss. Yeah, I would just say this, and again, Vegas is not the end-all, be-all, but Alabama went off as a 10-point favorite. There is not a chance in hell. They're more than a four-and-a-half or five-point favorite on the road at Ole Miss. Yeah. So I'm just saying, right. by I mean, that Vegas, logic— Vegas was wrong about the Alabama-Florida game, so— Yeah, by that yeah. logic, though, Ole Miss seems to be the more difficult— I would say the more difficult game. Ole Miss can be playing for their tournament lives yeah. in that game. So I they think are. that'll be the more difficult game. At Kentucky, at Ole Miss, Tennessee at home, at Florida— Arkansas is really the only breather you get. Oh, no, everything's a quad one right now. Now, Florida, that's the tricky thing about Florida. After that loss last night, they slipped to 29th in the net. And it's hard to believe that on the road in Gainesville, that would not be a quad one, though. Oh, it will be on the road in Gainesville, but last night's won't be if they drop below 30. That's the problem. That's how, you know, that's the quad game. Well, you look at Florida, what they've got coming up. They've got Vanderbilt and Missouri back-to-back home games, so that's two wins, so they should still be there. Yeah, that's two wins, but uh, Florida right now 29th in the net. So if you're an Alabama fan, you've already lost Indiana State as a uh, quad one win. 
You don't want to lose Florida, too. And uh, so you want Florida, if you're an Alabama fan now, just to keep winning. Well, now, you got to play them again. You'd prefer them to lose that one, obviously. It, it, we've talked about how difficult this Alabama schedule is down the stretch. We've talked about how difficult the Auburn schedule is down the stretch. I think Florida has the easiest in-conference schedule down the stretch that you can imagine. They've got Vanderbilt and Missouri back-to-back games at home. Then they go to South Carolina, tough game. Yep. They host Alabama. Then they close out with Vanderbilt on the road. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a nice – for a team that somebody is saying is on the bubble, that's a good bubble schedule right there. Yeah, and I think even at three and two, just beating yeah. the, uh, the crap teams that you're supposed to, Vanderbilt twice and Missouri once, that gets you to 21 regular season wins in the second deepest conference in college basketball. So they should be squarely in. Yeah, I still think Alabama finishes 14-4. and four. I think that's good enough to win the conference championship. Little T asked me that on our uh, Instagram, or we were asked that on Instagram Live on the way home last night. I think Alabama splits the Kentucky Ole Miss road trips. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell you, Kentucky. Kentucky, good luck figuring them out. I think they yeah. split that road trip. Now, if they win at Kentucky, they're going to win the SEC, I think. But I think they split the uh, Kentucky Ole Miss road trips. I think they beat Tennessee at home. I think they probably lose to Florida down there, and then they beat Arkansas. Yeah, that gives them fourteen and four. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, and fourteen and four before the season. I don't know if you would have said fourteen and four wins it, but if you would have known the depth of this conference, yeah, then you would have said fourteen and four does. Yeah, I mean sixteen and two won it last year, and sixteen and two would run away with it this year. That that's the depth of this conference. So. Alabama gets the overtime win last night. A lot of people in the chat room, like Troy, are saying, I do not understand how that Florida team's on the bubble. How are we going to have that many more I mean, teams check in? that for me. I'm looking at bracketology right here, and let's just see where. And, and I did hear it was a uh, ESPN. Yeah. Now, Ole Miss, last four in. That was before last night. Yeah, Lenardi takes forever to update. Sometimes he doesn't update daily this time do of year. Do you think which, he's one of those that sleeps in? I don't know, but a lot of times he does not update daily, which I really do not understand. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got Florida. He's got Florida trending up as a seven in Charlotte. Right. So even if they drop, you know, a seed last night to an eight, it's squarely in right now. Yeah. Uh, a. Holt says, I love Nate, but he needs to take that jacket back to Goodwill. Um, David says, Florida isn't on the bubble. LOL, seven seed right now. That's about what they look like. I yeah. would say that. Um, I think they look better than a seven seed. I think they look like one of the top 20 teams in college basketball right now. Yeah. You know, which puts them as a five seed, but they're probably not going to get that high. But with that schedule, I mean, if they go 4-1 down the stretch, win a couple of games in Nashville, they could easily move up to a four or five. Um, all right. So we've got a lot to get to on the show today. Marty Smith is going to join us in a little bit. Uh, but first, we will remind you a lot coming up uh Soon, there is a vote on the Alabama Senate floor about the gambling bill. Yeah, I want to tell you about that. Um, and this is really important. If you're one of those, and, and Brown, how long have we been doing a show together? Uh, 13, 14 years? Yeah, and we have been talking about this for 13 or 14 years. You know, how is it possible all these other states, you can actually legally pick up your phone, go to a MGM or a FanDuel or a DraftKings, and wager right there from it? The Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. Let's at least get it where it's in front of you in November and you can actually vote on it. They need to hear from you. Did you realize that Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? 
House Bill 151, write it down. House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. It's your money. You should be able to do it. We're going to bring taxable dollars to the state of Alabama. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It is paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, for more information on this, you need to call today. Call your state senator and tell them to vote yes, sportsbettingalliance.org. This cell phone outage has a lot of people uh, out of whack right now. And I don't know, Rockstar, have you seen, is there an update? Uh, is anybody giving an update when they think this thing might be back online? That's a Lunsford question. Uh, Lunsford? I heard them yeah. talking about it earlier this morning. Oh, yeah, Lunsford, have you seen an update as to when they might have this back online? I have not seen an update. Mine still says SOS on it. Mine does, I too. I not anything until I got in this building and got on the Wi-Fi. I don't know what's happening with it. I mean, I... Wait, what are we missing here? Am I... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Lance, we're talking technology. Yes, yeah. I know. I know. Oh, uh, by the way, Brown can laugh all he wants. He has completely destroyed my audio video system. Uh, I, I have not completely destroyed it. I couldn't watch everything that I've watched before. Like, I have no access to Blu-ray. I have no access to Apple TV. Um, I've got no volume on any of that stuff. The, it's completely disappeared. Yeah, I, I think you probably just need to adjust the uh, inputs. I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but uh, I told you I would the come by. The hell is an input? Hey, listen to me. A good deed does not go unpunished, Rockstar. I went over to try to help. No, you went over to try to take... I was going to take your oh, bracket you, pad challenge. Yeah, you I challenged I, you. I, you I, was I that not it? Him. That was it. You said, I, if you take my bracket challenge, I can come fix well, this. And I was right. like, there's no chance you're going to be able to fix it. Right. And it actually went the other way. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, you guys can laugh at me about technology all you want. Right. I know that I'm that caveman that you knows are. nothing about it. <laughs> scared of the flame. Uh, no, we've got a cell phone outage. And I think it's a lot of... Lunsford, are you AT&T? I am, yeah. Yeah. It's AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon, right? Well, because Tyler's cricket. He said he's out too, but I, I think whoa. that pulls from one of the big whoa, ones too. Whoa, whoa, Tyler's whoa, whoa. Cricket? Can we get Tyler in here real quick? <laughs> yeah, put him on a mic. Put Tyler on a I mic. I have never believed. Like, I thought this was some kind of like uh, a way to embezzle money. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds might be involved. And I saw a brick and mortar cricket. That's Mint when, Mobile. That's uh, Ryan uh, uh, Reynolds. Well, anyway, I saw a brick and mo- uh, mortar cricket when we were in LA, and I was like, there's there's no chance that's real. Nobody has cricket. I've never run across anybody that's got cricket. It's uh it's the same quality and service as AT and T. It's just a prepaid service. So instead of doing like an upgrade every two years or whatever, I buy my phone uh, outright off eBay and then get whatever carrier's cheapest. Interesting. Okay, your move, guys. No, when, I mean, when uh, I had my special phone, remember? Yeah. It was cricket. That's the best way to do something like that. Well, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's owned by AT&T, so he's using the same service that like we're using on right. AT&T. Uh, there was a day that, and I'm not trying to paint you into this corner, Tyler, but there was a day where said criminal would just go to Walmart or a convenience store, and he would pick up his burner, and he would buy minutes right there. Uh, is cricket kind of the, the, the it's, phone it's not, it, You didn't have criminals? to be a minute thing, though. So, I mean, it, so you crickets, do, Like, I did that, but... Like, that's not what he's doing. Okay, so if you're a criminal, you still use the burner phone, you don't go cricket. Uh, you could. It depends on the criminal. Yeah. So the, I mean, there's different services you can use Like, for, at the end yeah. of the day, does Tyler take a flip phone and break it in half and throw it in the trash? No, he has an iPhone just like we do. I know. No, no you have an Android. No, he's got Android. It's a green yeah. text. I can promise you yeah. he's got an Android. It's green text. I do wow. know that. Yeah. Tim, Kelsey, and Tyler. Cricket. Well, I'm on uh, T-Mobile. I don't know how much longer. I was on them with PowerTel. But do you is have that power? That is dated. Do you have service right now? Uh, yeah. Let me see. You got service? Yeah, look. 
Oh, Lance is in. Of all the people to have I didn't service, make a phone it's, call real quick. It's Lance. I still don't. Well, good for you. So, who are you? You're T Mobile? Uh, I'm T Mobile. Maybe yeah. T Mobile still don't know how to use it, but he has service. <laughs> Maybe T Mobile's quicker than ATT. Yeah. You're back on. Hey, uh, I'll tell you something that's never going to let you down as we go to break here is my friends, A-Plus Tile Home Remodeling. That is my man, Brad Bell, A-Plus Tile Home Remodeling. That is who redid the master bathroom in the Brown House and in the Taylor House. And here is what he specializes in. Master bathroom remodel, kitchen remodel, and master bedroom closet remodel. Scott is showing a video of a recent master bedroom closet remodel he did. The reason this is important is, number one, you're going to enjoy them while you have your house. And number two, when you go to sell your house, you're going to get your value back on the master bedroom uh, closet remodel, the master bathroom remodel, and the kitchen remodel. It's what people, I mean, they're dazzled by that when they go to a house to buy a house. Uh, If you want to update anything in your house, but especially those things I talked about, you need to call my man Brad Bell, A-plus tile home remodeling. 205-422-1758. 205-422-1758. Maverick Hammerfist in the chat room says, my wife would junk that up in no time. Talking about that master bedroom closet. You don't know until you try it, Master uh, Maverick Hammerfist. Get him out there to do it. Brad Bell, if you miss any of this, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with Brad. 205-422-1758. A-plus tile home remodeling. More of the next round coming up. Everything Next Round is on demand now in the podcast section at nextroundlive.com. Let me introduce you to the new line of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. This great new line is perfect for the industrial athlete, the guy who is working on concrete or running through the warehouse all day long. Red Wing Athletics use the same technology found in a running shoe with soft mesh uppers, a lightweight aluminum toe for protection, and non-slip soles. This shoe is a winner. This comfortable new line of safety shoes are perfect for warehousing and light manufacturing. Plus, the colors look great. Stop by your local Red Wing shoe store, have your feet measured, and test drive a new pair of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. Maybe you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, X, LinkedIn, or TikTok while we're changing the game yet again. Tyler's Telegrams has been developed exclusively for you. Hi, this is the lovable boy you know as Tyler the Intern. I'm a businessman now. I will come directly to your door and tell you every time a new piece of TNR content drops. For the low, low price of $740,000, you can be notified by me, one of the biggest stars of the next round, about that thing you missed. Sure. The rest of those social media services are free, but so is radio, and we all know how well that's trending. Tyler's Telegrams is currently operating exclusively in Bibb County. Other social media platforms are available everywhere. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty, almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call guttercapbirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now, 205-823-2212. Cap it, don't snap it, it's Gutter Cap. Tournament time is almost here, but any time is a great time to jump on with MyBookie.ag. When you sign up at MyBookie.ag, use code NEXTROUND for a special sign-on bonus. You can use that bonus right away. Win once with it. It is yours and yours forever. Not like some of the sites that make you win 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 times before you keep the bonus. You win once at MyBookie.ag. It is yours forever. Basketball tournaments, NBA, the start of Major League Baseball, NASCAR, and golf. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Code NEXTROUND. 
The wait is over. Tonali has arrived. Beautifully distinctive Italian styling and performance. Come test drive the all-new 2024 Alfa Romeo Tonali plug-in hybrid at Alfa Romeo of Birmingham. The all-new Tonali offers best-in-class horsepower and torque. Fastest 0-60 to 60 times in its class. Plus best-in-class range with full electric charge. And best of all, qualified Tonali leasees are eligible for up to $7,500 EV tax credit factored into your lease. Hurry down to Alfa Romeo of Birmingham and experience the all-new Tonali. Legacy Credit Union has the ultimate game changer for your finances. With engaged checking, you can earn 3% APY on balances up to $15,000. You heard correctly, 3% APY. But it's not just about scoring with high yields. With engaged checking, you can get paid up to two days early. That means your paycheck, Social Security, tax refund, you name it, you get it early. So stop sitting on the sidelines and get in the game with engaged checking. Sign up today at LegacyCreditUnion.com or visit any nine Greater Birmingham area branches. APY is annual percentage yield. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. Mike Rodak, who covers uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide for um, 24-7 Sports, says that Muhammad Wagi is likely facing, and that's uh, Bama 24-7 Sports, by the way, 247sports.com. Muhammad Wagi is likely facing uh, a suspension of one or multiple games by the SEC for elbowing a Florida player Wednesday night. That is according to a source. Um, to Mike Rodak. Now, Waggy's minutes have gone way down. He played three last that was a night. Pretty obvious elbow, though. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'm not, not <laughs> surprised at all that there will be a suspension here. Yeah, so uh, according to Mike Rodak, uh, that is on the way. Now, again, he is not a heavy contributor to um, to the Alabama team right now, but he is a body. I mean, they're playing him. Let's see. His last, I know he played three last night. I was just going to go look at his recent games. Um, Six against uh, Texas A&M in a blowout win. Two in the loss at Auburn. 11 minutes against State. Um, you know, obviously State a little bit bigger lineup. Six against Georgia. So it's not, you know, not exactly a starter. But he's a guy that, according to Mike Rodak, is going to be sidelined uh, for a little bit of basketball here. Yeah, I mean, this is still a guy that averages 10 minutes. He's He's a big... He averages and, 10, but that has dropped a lot recently. It has, but you're yeah. still, you know, you're talking about a 6'10 guy, and you just don't really have that kind of presence. Now, I will say. In uh, fact, Lance, he's only had double digit minutes in two conference games, both those against Mississippi State. That's going to tell you a lot about what State brings to the table, right? That's right. the only time he's had double digit minutes in a conference game. When we had Richard Hendricks on the show on Monday, you know, he was talking about Grant Nelson and, and kind of the difference between him and Dalton Connect. And Nelson is more of a three or four that's playing a five. Um, but Nelson, nice game last night. Uh, Sam Walters, nice game last night. Um, yeah, you know, Sam Estrada, really good 41 minutes from Estrada last night. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him a little bit after the game. You know, he was on the show the other day, and he was talking about how much he enjoyed the interview that it, we didn't just talk basketball. And I was like, well, you'll learn that as you come on yeah. our show. We're probably not going to do a ton of that with you. Uh, I did think Sam Walters' 18 minutes were the best he's played, the most impactful minutes he's played in Alabama. He, he's a guy that, uh, and I am not just saying this, Grant Nelson said this in the post game. Sam Walters is a guy that came in not a very good defender. And I still don't know that he's a great defender. Like Nate Oates chewed his tail out one time because he didn't get back on a run out. And, uh, but I think he, according to Grant Nelson, he's gotten a lot better and he's a very coachable guy. Hey, they, they better thank God they had him last night. They hit eight of 32 threes. He had four of the eight. Yep. I mean, without him, they lose the game. Oh, no, there's no doubt. And I thought he was that impactful. 
And this is a guy that was a true freshman. He will he will learn. I mean, again, defense, a lot of it is effort. Yep. Um, you know, he's got the athletic ability where he'll be able to play some defense. He'll get better and better on that end. Yeah. Nate uh, Nate got on him pretty darn good. Um on that one, uh, it was in the first half as a run out, and he just he just didn't get back. Just didn't get back. And like you said, that's that's a lot of effort though, but but when he gets hot shooting, he's a confident shooter. Yeah. You can tell. He looks for that shot. You know, and Mark Sears had about, I mean, for Mark Sears, about as poor of a game shooting. Well, now, the whole team did, really. You know, he was very involved, though, with the eight assist, And I guess the eight-game, 20-plus streak is now snapped at 17, where he goes 5 of 15 and 1 of 6 behind the arc. Um, but I thought Ridesell was really missed last night. Again, there's no doubt. None of this matters because Alabama finds a way to get it done. That's how good this Alabama team, especially in Coleman, is. But Reitzel is a guy, when you're 8 of 32 from beyond the arc, and he is the leading three-point shooter in the SEC, there is a correlation there, right? That you're 8 of 32 from beyond the arc. Well, you know, I talked about you know Sears, Griffin, Reitzel. These guys at any time can come out give you four or five threes each. And you mentioned that Walters was that guy that goes four of seven behind the arc last night. You got so many guys yeah. that actually can hit that perimeter shot. And that's going to be, you know, whether Alabama makes it to a Sweet 16 or ultimately gets to Phoenix into a Final Four the first time ever, it's going to come down to these shooters. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Yeah, somebody asked in the chat room why was uh, Wrights allowed. He's got a concussion. He took a hit in practice, and he's got a concussion. I know that's a weird thing in basketball. You don't see it as much, but uh, they're being very, very cautious with it. And it happened Monday, so Alabama was aware they were going to be playing without him. Yeah. And probably it'll be very unlikely he plays against Kentucky. I'm a little surprised it doesn't happen. The, the worst concussion I've ever had was in basketball. And it was diving, really? for, a, diving for a loose ball, head-to-head hit. And I, I mean, I had two black Oof. eyes. One was swollen beyond like... I mean, I look like a foreign creature for like a couple of weeks. Right. I don't remember much about it, but yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, you go head-to-head, and you think about these big bodies. When you got guys that are 6'9", 230 pounds diving for a loose ball. I have. I mean, I'm actually surprised somebody hasn't died before. When you take a head to a temple? Yeah, I've had one concussion in my life. Oh, wow. Yep. That I know of, that I 100% know of, I've had one concussion in my life. But there's like an entire portion of a day I do not remember. I went over the handlebar. We were riding in the woods, riding bikes in the woods on trails behind my uh, in the back of my neighborhood when I was growing up. There were some trails in the woods. It was actually where they had cut a road, but they never developed that part of it. So they, you know, the road bed was just in there. So it was back in the trees. So we would go ride bikes up in there, and I was going down a hill, and I hit a rock, and I went over the handlebars, landed on my head, and like literally, I can remember going over the handlebars, and the next thing I remember. My mom is waking me up on the couch at my house, and I don't remember the rest of the day. Oh, man, I've had four massive concussions, but that was probably the worst. And, uh, man, it is dangerous stuff. But it I, is, are man. you not a little more surprised? Loose balls that you don't get yeah. a head to head situation? Oh, yeah. I mean, or it need could be, a head. It could be a physical game. Just look at, you know, Waggy last night, or as Todd Golden, the Florida coach, kept calling him Wagyu, like the state cut. <laughs> kind of liked it. He's like, ah, Wagyu gave him some, you know, gave him three minutes off the bench. New York uh, Booker Shop. <laughs> yes, I know. It made me hungry, to be honest with you. Hey, mybookie.ag, code next round. Uh, you can play all the college basketball games. I haven't seen Lance's locks tonight. I don't think he's quite ready to release those yet. I was looking, though. 
um, at the game. Did um, we have a winner last night? The, we did not, but I know the game we're playing tonight is Washington State at Arizona, a big Pac-12 matchup. How about Arizona, a 13-point favorite of that game? I, t- I, I did give on our video yesterday. I was like, look, here's the one hint. You did. Do, do not pick Washington State to win this game. Whatever your final score is, even if you've got it a tight game, I don't see the Cougs, as good as they've been with 20 wins, winning this game in Tucson, especially with Arizona playing for a one seed. Three and one last night, Lance is locked. In such a weird game, like Nebraska was our free play. Nebraska is up 21 in the second half. Incredible. Indiana has an open look with about seven minutes to tie the game. Yep. They miss that shot, and then Nebraska stretches it back out. But I thought for a minute it was a for sure three and one night with the free winner at Lance'sLog.com to maybe a two and two when they cut it to three. Uh, it was, uh, Josh says, I had 78-66. It was 68-66. So it was kind of close. Yeah, you yeah, only missed by 10 points. 10 points. Yeah. Uh, but tonight's game there at Lance's Lock on uh, TikTok is Arizona-Washington State minus 13 Arizona. You can play that game at mybookie.ag. Code next round when you sign up at mybookie.ag. Get that sign-on bonus. Play once with it. Win, one, or win once with it. It is yours and yours forever. Special sign-on bonus using code next round, mybookie.ag. Tournaments around the corner. NBA, Major League Baseball around the corner. You can play NASCAR. Got a live uh, casino there, Lotto. I mean, you got everything there at mybookie.ag. Code next round, mybookie.ag. Code next round. Um, the UAB loss last night oh. was stunning to me. Oh, we were driving home, little T and I, and we're doing our Instagram live. And little T is keeping a running update on LSU Kentucky, which was obviously a thrilling finish, and everybody in the chat room was talking about it. Yeah, I ended up listening to the the final five minutes of that in the car play by play. Did you have the Kentucky guy or I the LSU the Kentucky guy? guys? Oh, I bet they. <laughs> yeah. I bet that was good. Yeah, because they you know they took it to review on that final day. Yeah. This game's over. Yeah. We lost this game. Yeah. I can't but uh, so little T's keeping us updated as I, and then she told me about how the Sanford game ended. You saw the end of the Sanford game. Oh, uh, the, the Sanford staff came up to celebrate the Odies. They uh, got there, they? Rocky, right when we were leaving. Oh, but the final by the bonus round, we got. Yeah, a couple so of Sanford them. staff came up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then Sanford I was like, shout out. Oh, check the uh, check the check the uh, UAB score. What's UAB score, little T? And she gave me that score, Lance. I almost left the road. I could not believe that. Well, score. when I saw the score, I thought it was one of these raw scores. You'll get them every now and then, not yeah. a lot. But I was like, they've got the 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 wrong graphics. That's on what the I team. told Little T. I said, you've got the wrong score. Yeah, there is no way a team that was nine and sixteen coming in as a double digit favorite is whipping UAB, yeah, and get, that's what the Owls did. And that's yeah. one of those check you moments. Uh, we'll have Andy Kennedy on the show tomorrow, uh, maybe. <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe. So it's not confirmed, but, I, you know, AK will come on, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's probably, you know, they have kicked the nest of Andy Kennedy now. Uh, Rockstar, give me cut eight. I mean, Andy, ask about um, ask about uh, that game last night. And as puzzled as I was, I have not seen this, but Forrester said, hey, this Andy Kennedy soundbite, he's, he's – I said, Scott, I was stunned by the – he goes, oh, just wait to hear how stunned Andy is. Here's the UAB coach, Andy Kennedy. I wish I had an explanation. Uh, I don't. I'm as dumbfounded as y'all. No indication that that was going to happen, but it did. So now we have to deal with it, all the ramifications that come with it, and respond. Everybody, you know, I talk to coaches or kind of watch how they respond to the media or, or, or their own people after games. And, and most every coach, in, in, as, as we have been 
accumulating some momentum and some wins, they've all said, man, UAB's what? What, what is the common thing? Well, they're really physical, you know, tough, they're physical. Um, and that's who we are. And tonight, for whatever reason, we just chose not to be that. That's a choice. We just kind of tucked our tails and took it. And that, to me, okay, if that happens in mid-December when you're trying to figure out who you are, well, we know who we are. We've shown what we're capable of doing. For us to respond back to that, I'm not going to go patino on you, but I, I got some thoughts. Uh. <laughs> Look, they had won five of six, uh. and we've said this the entire time. Although the conference is better this year in the American, you've got to win your conference tournament in order to get to the NCAA tournament. But they had won five of six games. And on the other side, Rice is a team that had lost three consecutive games by an average of 14 points per game in those losses. So this one, you know, if it came down and UAB just shot terribly and Rice hits a buzzer beater, but Rice dominated that entire game. that, That one's stunning right there. The yeah. whole the whole Patino thing, by the way, I want to circle back to that. You know, Rice had a twenty nine point lead in this game. I, I, I mean, how how am I supposed to respond to that? Yeah, I mean, how do you explain that? That that's just. I mean, UAB did not want to play that game, and that's UAB the only, only way had you could explain eight it. turnovers. Yeah, like if you tell me that UAB hits, you know, forty percent behind the arc, they were right at it. They hit eighty two percent from the free throw line. Um, they end up only turning it over eight times, and they out-rebound Rice, but they lead at home. I know. None of that makes any sense. And they're down by 29 and ultimately lose the game by 23 to a team that was 9-16 and 16 and 3-9 and nine in conference. Yeah, yeah, figure that out. Baffling. Marty Smith coming up. Uh, Urology Center's Alabama. 35 urologists on hand, 16 locations across Alabama. You want to take this seriously uh, in your life. So many cases, unfortunately, of prostate cancer and things like that. You can get it started early, though, and make sure you stay healthy. Treat all your urological needs from prostate health to kidney stones. They take care of you at Urology Centers of Alabama. Here is the website, urologycentersalabama.com. You can schedule an appointment there or call 205-930-0920. UCA Urology Centers Alabama. The Marty Party is next. Follow Rockstar on Twitter at RockstarBHM. Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Hang out with the next round on the go. Whether you're driving to work, running errands, sitting on the beach, or you just need a break from the real world. 
we can keep you company. Check out the next round, Mystery Fifth Hour, and our other shows on your favorite podcast app. We'll meet you there. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. It's time to pull the trigger on the Next Round merch that you've been eyeing. We know there's a lot to choose from at nextround.store, so here's a few of our favorite picks. If you want to match LT and Brown, go with a TNR logo hoodie and throw in one of Dunaway's favorite hats. Any of them will do. The backrooms go to is the classic logo t-shirt, while my personal favorite is the light blue TNR crew neck. All of these items can be found at nextround.store and are EG approved. Rest assured, your order will be packed with lots of love from us here at the next round. Head over to nextround.store to start filling up your cart. Things fall apart. There's even a book about it. But that doesn't mean you have to break the bank to fix them. Ryan Brown here for the next round. Our friends at Mortgage Ride have a new renovation option that will make repairs and other home improvements easy. If you've recently purchased a home and find yourself short on cash or you're looking to buy a fixer-upper, Mortgage Ride's renovation loan program can help you spruce up your space. Repairs can be made to your roof, plumbing, flooring, and more with the help of top-notch mortgage professionals. So get your fix by visiting MortgageRide.com slash TNR and MLS 2239 Equal Housing Lender. The Marty Party in about 20 seconds. First, the show brought to you part today by Redbot Vodka, Charles Barkley's Vodka. I would love to hear Marty's best vodka story okay. when we get done with this read. I, he doesn't st- seem like a vodka guy. He's more of a bourbon beer kind of guy. And he is, with this this new money, this ESPN fame and, uh, and uh, luxurious lifestyle, he's probably a red wine guy uh-huh. now. Probably no vodka at all, but gluten-free, eight times distilled, locally owned and operated product. Charles Barkley, one of the great faces behind Red Mod Vodka, available in 22 states now. If you're at a local bar or restaurant, ask for it by name. If they don't have it, tell them to get it. It is Red Mod Vodka. What's up, Marty? How are you, buddy? Uh, LT, you are astute, not a vodka person in the least. I don't know what it is about my body chemistry, but you know, most people, I think a prevailing uh thought process for most people is that brown water is what hurts them vodka's always been what hurts me don't know why i have no idea why but uh i stick with i stick with bourbon to your point and yes i love red wine and yes i like cold beer well let me ask you this i mean the 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 country in you i'm sure can come out a little bit when you drink to excess I am one of those guys where it can go either way with with bourbon. Uh, the brown water can get me aggressive at times. I try not to be that guy anymore. Um, is it more like that for you with vodka? Sounds like you must have had some of that before that urology read. Because yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that bad boy was aggressive, man. You make me want to go to that guy. By the way, Dunaway looks fantastic today. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Jimmy D's on the back side on the of the golf course. He's on the back side of COVID there, Marty. So uh, is he really? Yeah, oh, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Is he feeling okay? Yeah, I think he feels fine. Yeah. Actually, I think he's okay, just being good. courteous to us and not dragging something in here to pass it around. I think he could absolutely be at work, but he's he's being a good teammate and sending it out so we don't all. Get it, you know? Well, I know he's monitoring you two, Nink and Poops. Oh, so he Dunaway, should. I, 
I love you, buddy. Hey, he's I watching. Hope you're all right. Hey, so what have you been up to? Like I told Brown, I was like, man, I we haven't heard from Marty in forever. I've been on the run, brother. Um, football, of course, was all consuming uh, throughout the football season, which I thought was a spectacular football season. Uh, I, you know, specifically to Alabama uh, in in y'all's y'all's core demo there. I felt like it was such a tremendous job by Coach Saban. Coach Reese, rarely do you see a, a team be developed in season as dramatically as that team was, uh, in, in my opinion, anyway. And then we get to the playoff, and, and Michigan ultimately prevails. I'm personally thrilled for them and for Coach Harbaugh. Uh, and he makes his way on to, to the Chargers now. But I'm now into basketball full tilt. I've been doing interviews and sit-downs for the Masters as well in preparation for us to get to Augusta here in about six weeks. And and uh, the ponies start running here in the spring too. So it just doesn't slow down very much. I've been trying very hard to, to be here and present as a dad and a husband as well. And uh, so that's what I've been up to, man, just, just running. Uh, I was at Daytona. I felt like the race was really good. It sucked that it was postponed for a day, but, man, it was – like a cow pissing on a flat rock down there in Florida for a while. <laughs> and that that green blob on the radar went all the way to Amarillo, Texas, I think. So NASCAR and, and the folks at Daytona did a tremendous job getting it in. And when it when it was was run, it was a great race. And then I was at Texas A&M Tuesday night for the Arkansas-Texas A&M basketball broadcast. Got home yesterday and uh, just got done in the gym to hang out with you two. We appreciate you doing that. Marty with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. I do want to ask you, we haven't talked to you since Nick Saban, and I know uh, you've written about him in your most recent book. You've had a relationship with him. You've interviewed him many times. I know he liked you and respected you. At any point, did you – because Lance, to Lance's credit, sometime early in the season was like, I think this is it for him, and Lance took a lot of heat for that. Was there ever a time where you thought this felt like the last uh, last circuit for him, or were you as surprised uh, as some when Chris Lowe broke the story? The way I've described it to everyone is I was shocked but not surprised. I was shocked because he actually did it. Uh, I really did believe that he would look at the 12-team playoff opportunity, which now apparently is going to 14 at some point. Hell, I, collegiate <laughs> athletics right now is – just one big question mark and but watching coach operate this year in retrospect because again you just don't you look at the success he's continued to accrue and the consistency thereof it's historic as we all know but for him to be in a position, you know, as he said to Reese uh, Davis in Reese's sit down in the aftermath of the decision, you know, he's five, ten minutes out and still hasn't really made the like convinced himself, I'm going to do this. And then he walks in and talks to the players and announces it to the players. And I can tell you guys firsthand, I talked to everybody in that program and none of them knew it was coming. Until he said it, and so uh, it is a it's a shocking decision, but not at all surprising when you look at everything that it entails 
at this time to maintain that consistency that's become his trademark and the standard-bearing level of consistency that very few programs can equal. So uh, I thought Lowe's story with Coach today was interesting, that he wants to be a voice for the sport because the sport is broken in many ways right now and needs guidance and and needs some parameters, quite frankly. Um, but, yeah, shocked, not surprised is the way I would describe my perspective on it. And I was in the program as much as anybody. I mean, I'm there all the damn time. Yeah. Lance, what, what was your inclination well, there here's led you to feel that yeah, way? Yeah, here's the thing, Martin. I'm not a soothsayer. I didn't have any vision. Uh, when he bought the house in Jupiter, I thought it was an interesting purchase. I mean, that's one of those that's not kind of a secondary house for you. Watching the way Terry and Kristen and his family really embraced the year and how they were with the players and how there was a lot more social media, um, I just had that feeling. Um, you just said college athletics is basically a cluster F right now. And I know you're pro player getting paid and all that kind of stuff, and we are too. Absolutely. Got to be some kind of guardrails. And then you hear the story, when they get back from losing a heartbreaking game in the Rose Bowl to Michigan, that players are not coming in his office and saying, how can we get better for next year? They were like, what can you do for me? Like, right. I've heard through my representation, they're offering me double what you guys are paying me. Are you going to be able to pay me that? And Nick Saban ain't the kind of cat that wants to put up with that. Well, it's it, look, as as wonderful as Alabama has been, and again, back to the word consistency, Lance, of sending guys to the NFL, and not only sending them to the NFL, but sending them to the NFL plug-and-play prepared to contribute. Um, Nick Saban is a developmental coach. Alabama has, even though it's four- and five-star guys that are coming in there constantly, it's a developmental program to get them ready to, in the terms that he always uses, create value for themselves. That is his go-to line, and he damn sure means it. Well, when you're now in a position in collegiate athletics, specifically football in the context of our conversation, where every coach has to re-recruit his roster every single year on top of recruiting the next uh, high school class and the next high school class and the next high school class, that's a it's a tough landscape. And that's for Nick Saban. Imagine being... Somebody like, you name it, Hugh Freeze or Billy Napier, who are in this moment where they're trying to like rebuild greatness and what that looks like. Uh, it's, it's got to be very difficult on a lot of levels, not just in the competitive arena, that we are the standard-bearing programs, and yet another school can come along and can offer – more money, and that's where we are. Um, I, uh, to your point, I'm all for these players accruing wealth based on what they do. But when it is pay for play, which let's just be honest, that's where we are, that's not just NIL. That is something different. Marty Smith is with us, ESPN. We always love talking to Marty. He's on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. You make the basketball circuits as well. What is the complaint you hear from basketball coaches? Because we hear it from all the football coaches. What you're just saying is the two signing days, the transfer portal, it's impossible to balance it all. What do the college basketball coaches say about this? Because we don't hear as much of it from them. 
No, we don't, but I, I, I'm sure it's a similar refrain. And from the ones that, like, I'm around John Calipari constantly. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of Kentucky basketball because they rate so well. And he is accustomed to and has been for basically his entire tenure. He was really the catalyst of recruiting one and done talent. Like, we will be a place that you can come. We'll develop you as best we can and send you off to the league after a year. It's been that way at Kentucky for a long time. And I think you look at guys like Oscar Shebway last year. I think Oscar Shebway came back to Kentucky because he was able to make a lot of money. You look at Armando Baycott at the University of North Carolina right now. I would imagine Armando Baycott is doing very well. Look, I don't know this. This is speculation on my part, but I'd imagine he's doing pretty damn well with NIL and whatever the Carolina collective is. So um, it's it's there. And I, I want to say this, too, about NIL, guys. I have I had the blessing. I almost mentioned this on the Texas A&M Arkansas broadcast two nights ago because Henry Coleman III, who plays for Texas A&M, plays for Buzz Williams at A&M, is an absolutely brilliant young man. And he's on all of these panels – for NIL and player rights and the NCAA and the Southeastern Conference, he's a, a player voice on those panels. Well, I had the opportunity at the SEC meetings in Destin last May to sit in a room with all of the SEC corporate partners, which I think there are 14 or 16 different companies that are official partners of the Southeastern Conference. And all of us sat there and watched four young people, Tamari Key, who plays women's basketball at Tennessee, Eli Cox, who is an offensive lineman for Kentucky, Hank Coleman, and then there was a swimmer and diver. I'm embarrassed. I forget his name for Missouri. And those four young people sat up in front of us and really broke down what NIL was from their side. From our side, that's the narrative you always hear. It was really interesting and enlightening to hear it from the player side. And none of them said it was fracturing locker rooms or anything like that, but which we all speculated could happen. So it was an enlightening thing. Hey, uh, I was going to ask you something about uh, Calipari and Tiger Woods, but because we're running out of time. Oh, we got time. We, we got All right, time. so I got two more questions okay, then. Two more okay, questions. first, you said you're going to have a little presence, Final Four coming up, also Masters. If I asked you better chance, we see a Tiger top 10 in Augusta this April, or we see Calipari, a team that lost after looking so good Saturday against Auburn, losing last night on a putback against LSU, or we see Calipari back in a Final Four in Phoenix. What would you say better chance? Well, right now I'd say Kentucky. I'd say Calipari because of Tiger's body. Um, if he you, – you, look, you, I, you'd be crazy to just say – just count Tiger out, but – Augusta is so demanding on the body, and it is so demanding on the mind, which has never been a problem for him. But I look at Kentucky's talent, and they can score the basketball so well. Dilling, Rob Dillingham is a walking bucket. Reed Shepard is a really good player. Their, their bigs are starting to come along with Onyenso and those guys. 
Austin, and Antonio Reeves is a very good perimeter player and their best on-ball defender. If they can find consistency on the defensive end, I think that they have a real chance to make a run. And John Calipari has said to me every time I've seen him for the last for this season, we are built for March. Well, it's almost March. We'll see. Um, but the 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 challenge that is. For the for the players at Augusta National Lance is it's it's difficult on the body even for the healthiest of them, so, I mean if that's my two options I would say Kentucky making a run. Okay, here's your weird question that I guarantee you've never been asked before, but I'm watching this Argentina documentary on Netflix and it's called The Last Great Heist, and these guys they 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 had a great concept for this bank robbery, and you'll be shocked not to spoil the thing, but a scorned woman is the one that throws everything off. <laughs> but if I ask you past or present, you could have one NASCAR driver to be your wheel man, your getaway guy, who would it be? Well, to be a getaway wheel man, you really have to know your route with great precision. You have to be a little bit crazy. So it builds acumen along with talent. You also have to be a little bit you 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 have to be driven by the motive which is the paper and really there's never been any greater example of all of that than junior johnson because junior ran shine <laughs> junior understood the terrain junior created new ways to finagle auto machinery in order to not only defeat the law enforcement officials but flummox them and he had some crazy in him so give me junior oh well said yeah i want chad canals involved somehow i've always, always I, I mean, you obviously well, gotta, you gotta remember listen bro as as great as chad was at at circumventing yeah. rules nobody's ever been better in the history of ever since uh, than junior at doing that yeah i was watching i'm I, i've gotten addicted to tiktok for some reason marty and oh it, God! I don't even have it. I, I, I don't even have it. I know. I, I don't know why I did it. Um, but uh, there's a uh, there was a video on there of uh, Jimmy Johnson taking his daughter. I don't know how many kids Jimmy has, but it, it was two, one, two, two okay. daughters. I think both daughters were with him, and they were at the, I think the Hendrick shop, and it was his last championship car, and it still got all the confetti on it, like they didn't wash it off or anything, and it's right there in the Hendrick. You, I'm sure you've seen it. And yep. he's he's explaining to his daughter all the rules violations. <laughs> they were all the cards. Oh, yeah. He's he's like walking her through every way they just had a little minor cheat to win the race. It was awesome. I uh, as I said to the crew in that Netflix documentary, Full Speed, which is doing very well. Oh by yeah, the way. Uh, I think it's really good for NASCAR that they chose to do that, and and without without really any filters, they let the guys be the guys. Um. What made NASCAR so amazing for so long was the cat and mouse of the crews and the crew chiefs and the drivers trying to use areas of the rule book that hadn't yet been really figured out. And, and I loved that and NASCAR trying to catch him. Well, now with all the lasers and, you know, basically the race cars come in a box and they just bolt some stuff on. It doesn't, I mean, I'm sure they're doing it. I mean, because these people are brilliant, but it ain't, 
that way like it once was. Yeah. Sideline CEO, you see it over Marty's right shoulder. That is his most recent book, and you can go get Sideline CEO. He's pointing at it just in case you missed it. You should. Uh, Go get Sideline CEO. Great stories uh, about the leadership of coaches and what makes them great leaders of men and women in sports. Marty, it is always great to catch up with you, man. We appreciate the time. Love you both. Appreciate you. Best best to Dunaway. Feel better, buddy. Yep, we'll tell him you said it. Thank you, Marty. Take care. Marty Smith from ESPN with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Don't forget Johnston RV Center down at the RV Show. We're down there Saturday with them, 11 o'clock. It's why we always tell you. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and set your alerts for specialty shows. We'll have one today. We've got one Saturday. Uh, you get an alert so you know when we're live. And uh, always give us a thumbs up as well. Johnston RV Center, RV Show pricing on the Coleman lot right now. I-65 exit 304. They'll be at the RV Showdown at uh, the BJCC. You can RSVP and get up to an additional $1,000 in incentives when you RSVP. JohnstonRVCenter.com slash TNR. JohnstonRVCenter.com slash TNR. I-65 exit 304 in Coleman. 334 indicator. Always online. Johnston RV Center. Follow Scott Forrester on Twitter at Scott Forrester TV.